a lot of times, sometimes it's the people that are supposed to love us, supposed to support us. They can't love and support themselves. Um, but there are still people out there, you know, and I'm not saying give up on the people, you know, give up on, say, your parents who maybe not support you, you know, but just understand that they're not able to support you because of where they're at in their own lives. Um, and so even though you, you acknowledge that, it doesn't mean you don't move forward, you know. You've got to find those, the community that's willing to support you. Because there are people who are like-minded. There are other people who are graphic artists, want to be graphic artists, want to be podcasters. There's 7.7 there's 7 billion people in the world. And yes, we're all unique, but there's enough similarities amongst people that you will find the people who will be your people, you know? Hey, my name is Steven Dukuba and I am a photographer, an entrepreneur, and your podcast host. This podcast is for ambitious entrepreneurs in the making who would like to turn their hobby into a business. In these episodes, I will share behind the scenes about my journey. I will also interview industry experts and share tips on how you can achieve your biggest goal. I hope this show entertains you, but most importantly, inspire you to follow your wildest dreams. This is a Steven Dacubas podcast. All right, guys, how are you? I am right here with my good friend, Dara. Dara, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time for this for this podcast. Um, I don't like to call it interview. I like to call it more like a conversation. This is a place where we can talk about uh, about life, about business, about personal branding. So I like to call it more like a conversation rather than an interview. So we can feel more like we are all at home chilling and having a good good evening, morning, whatever it's time it's your, <laughs> your place. But you know what I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, much more fun when it's a conversation as opposed to an interview. Definitely, definitely. So thank you for being here. So let's start with the basic. Let's start with who is Dara? Because I'm pretty sure none of or not a lot of my listeners know who exactly who is Dara. And I probably have no idea with a lot of things too. So I'm curious, who's Dara? Tell us. <laughs> okay, so my quick little story is that I spent about 20 years in the restaurant industry, um, really somebody who was afraid to really go after their dreams. Um, I had a lot of past life trauma um, that really stood in my way of me achieving the things that I've, you know, deep down inside, I've always knew that I was supposed to be working towards. Um, mm -hmm. So basically, really kind of, kind of like a chronic underachiever, I would say, um, had a lot of like depression and just stuff that I was going through. Um, I'm a single mom. And then, you know, basically at some point I, I came to the realization that my life is where it's at because I've allowed it to become this way. And so, mm -hmm. you know, as a parent and you're trying to raise a child and you're really trying to do your absolute best and you're putting your best foot forward, you come to the realization that it's up to you to change your circumstances. So that's where I was at. And so I really worked hard for, for a few years, you know, really on myself. Um, and then also like fixing our finances and 
you know, basically I decided, okay, I'm going to take control of this situation for myself um, so that I can model proper, you know, finance, financial decisions and all that type of stuff for my son. And so, you know, I set on this journey to fix my finances. It started with that. And I went out and got an investment license, um, learned, I got my insurance license, and I really learned a lot about personal finance so that I could help myself. And in doing that, I realized that that is really my purpose in this world is to really tap into that, you know, that desire to help people and tie that in with my passion for making sure that children don't kind of go through the same kind of path that I walked down um, through life. And so it's really become my mission to help parents give them the tools to teach their children financial literacy when maybe they don't necessarily feel confident in their own abilities, but to say like, you know what, this is something that's achievable for anybody. It doesn't matter if you're a restaurant worker. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, you're, you come from a line of doctors, like it's accessible to everyone. And the first part of that is really believing that that's true, that, you know what I mean? Like that you can achieve the same things that somebody else I love can that. achieve. But Dara, who, who do you help? So do you help children or do you help the parents? How is it? What is exactly what you do? So my real passion hmm. is children. You know, grow, you know, growing up with single parent um, who dealt with a lot of depression and really, if I can be really honest, like, you know, thoughts of suicide, it was really, really tough for me growing up. And so that really shaped a lot of who I am and all the fears that I had. So my, my heart really is in helping kids. But, you know, we, as a, as a parent, you're the number one influence on your child's life. So because my passion is helping children, the, really the only way to kind of do that is to help yeah. the parents too. So what I'm trying to do is find my own path where it's, you know, different than a lot of um, financial gurus and mm -hmm. experts, what they do, right? So I'm, I'm trying to take it from an every, everyday person's perspective and like, what does it actually look like when, you know, you have a nine to five job or, uh, you know, I'm a restaurant worker. So it's you know, literally you work whenever yeah. they tell you to work, right? Sometimes it's at nighttime, whatever. And like, what can that look like to get on the path to financial freedom and like really start digging yourself out of whatever hole you put yourself in mm. when you have a child that looks up to you and you really need to model proper behaviors for them, you know? And so um, walking through this journey with my son has really been eye-opening, not only in terms of like trying to figure out how I'm going to navigate into the next part of my life, but then also for him because he, you know, when I see where he's at compared to even like his classmates mm -hmm. and his peers and he goes to, to a pretty, like the school that he goes to is okay. pretty upper class. Um, but like his mm -hmm. financial knowledge is so much greater than so many kids his age. Um, and so I see him following a completely different trajectory that I took, but that's because of the choices that I made. And I was willing to look at the harsh reality of, how I have created the life that we had and that it was my responsibility to fix it and to change it. So, so, uh, so I do mm. want to help kids, but at the same time helping parents as well. So 
that, that makes, makes total sense. sense. I love that. And I am curious that uh, you you said you that you did this with your son. What made you take that decision to to in, I don't I don't I'm not sure if it's fair to say incorporate your your son also in your your business. Can you tell tell me more about that? Okay, yeah, definitely. So I don't have a business per se. I, okay. I still work full time in the restaurant industry. Okay. I am building a business. Um, mm. I did. I'm about to launch a podcast um, where he is actually a part of the process with me. And mm. so, what it looks like for me to include him, you know, it's going to be different from for every parent. But yeah. for me, what do I want to model for him? First of all, there's the financial literacy part. I absolutely want him to make sure make sure he grows up knowing you know, the basics of finance, you know, he needs to know like what to do with his paycheck. He needs to have that mindset about saving. He needs to know that like anything is possible for him if he believes that it's possible. Um, and then, you know, just knowing the, the basics of taxes, the stock market, you know, just mm. all that type of stuff. That's part of it. But then also I want him to have those characteristics that would propel him in life further, like marketing, um, public speaking, networking, communication, building communities. And so the podcast is partly how I'm doing that. And I'm toying with the idea of him and I pursuing business ideas together mm -hmm. on the podcast as a way to introduce him to that part of entrepreneurship that I feel like every child needs to learn whether or not they're going to be an entrepreneur. So right now we, we registered for a class together. It's um, like funnel design class yeah. that we're going to do over the summer together. And he's going to learn how to do funnels. And I'm going to learn to do funnels right next to him because that's something that I want to learn for myself. But then I want him to learn that too, because that those are skills that he could t take with him moving forward. So it's really about instilling that mindset with him mm -hmm. um, by doing it side by side. And that's, that is one model that I feel could work for everyday people. Like, you know, maybe my life is not where I would want it to be in terms of finances, but at the same time, I'm can model, like, how do you dig yourself out of the holes that you, maybe you put yourself in how you not get bogged down by like negativity and how do you move forward? Um, and so that's what I'm trying to do with him. I love that. And I think that it's a lot to do with your mental, um, your mental health, right? It's like how you think, what are the, what, what, what do you see if you see possibilities or you see just uh, the negative side, you know? And uh, what I like about this is that you can, how, how old is your son? He's 15. Yeah. He's 15. And you're already, you, you are learning with him and he's learning with you. I love that. I think I can take back as 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 my case when I when I was 15 too. I discovered photography during that time and I discovered photography because my dad was also a photographer. Actually my dad is still a photographer and I think right, yeah. that is interesting to see that I right now I can look back at your you, your example and I can look back at my my path as I started this photography uh, journey. So 
during yeah i think it was i was 15 i was 16 somewhere i don't remember exactly what age it was but that is when i discovered photography uh with my dad and that also has helped me and him create this bond that feels different and we still together can learn something new and i really really love that so i want to talk about because you talk about the 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 mindset around it and how you you um see possibilities but you also talk about before you were uh you were depressed there were things that were not going really well what were the th but and then you told me that you got out of there so I want to talk about that. What were the things that were holding you back before, let's say, for example, you came up with this idea of starting a podcast with your son? Can we? Can you talk about that for a minute? Oh, yeah. You know, I'm an open book um, the way I see it. I love it. And, and, and of course, you can you can also you can only you can only share whatever you want. And and, and uh, but I love it. I love that you say that you're open book. So I really appreciate that. I sorry for for interrupting you. But I just wanted to point. No, out. you're good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm an open book, because I feel like my experience for all for all this ugliness, um, if I could be frank about it, um, for all this ugliness, that experience is what's going to keep me motivated to to fight for those things that I believe in, you know, fighting for mm. children, fighting for um, single moms and parents to like really own their the rest of their life. Um, mm. Because, you know, as time gone, goes by and I saw myself like slipping away from those dreams that I, that was so vivid when I was younger, um, you know, and then seeing myself not living up to my potential, mm. you know, it's, it was super heartbreaking. So yeah, I'm totally open about talking about all that stuff. Um, so to your question, you know, I I really went through a lot of trying times. You know, I went through I was in like a really abusive relationship that really kind of knocked me off my seat for a while. Um, a lot of control issues and um, yeah, and so it was just it it. it became this thing that even though I extricated myself from that relationship, like that psychological damage was still there. And so it's, it's just taken me so long to like dig myself out. And I'd love to say that, you know, I would have snapped out of it sooner. Um, but that wasn't my journey. That's not the, the path that I was meant to walk along. You know, mm -hmm. um, I was meant to keep, continue to struggle, uh, until I really got to the point where I was taking complete ownership for my life and the choices that I made. And some of them, you know, obviously weren't my choices. A lot of people would say, but I allowed those things to continue. Um, mm -hmm. And luckily, you know, like my son wasn't around, so he wasn't impacted by all that. Um, but those, those issues, because I didn't really deal with them properly, just continued to fester to where, you know, it's, it, became harder and harder to vision myself really going after anything more than what I had, you know? Um, but when you have a child, it really puts things into perspective when you start trying to teach them like, Hey, you know, like you need to go for what you believe in, you know, like you can do anything. You can't tell your child you can do anything. And you're sitting here like, but I can't do what I want to do. Does that, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like you, you become a hypocrite and it's like, okay, yeah. well, 
I either need to stand in my truth, which is, I really, you know, like, you can't really do anything, or else I just need to prove that, no, you can't. You can overcome the worst odds. You can overcome tragedy, trauma, you know, all that kind of stuff. You can overcome those things. And so for me, it became like, okay, well, he's going to understand my reality because he's my child and we live together and, you know, he's like, I can't hide it from him. Mm-hmm. The best thing I can do is show him like, Hey, you know what? It doesn't matter how far you fall. Like you can always pick yourself back up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's basically what I, what I tried to do. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. I, it's been a hard road. It really has, <laughs> but you know, I love where I'm at now. Um, you know, it's, I'm loving the, the exploration of things with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's opened so many doors for me. Uh, it's opened my mind so much. And for him, that's like, sky's the limit for him. And so I'm so excited for him to yeah, really love get it. to experience all this stuff. So, yeah. He's a really lucky child, I have to say that, to have you in his life. But tell me, what what do you see has changed in your relationship together? Like the the journey from all of this your relationship with your child has it are you more connected now are you more closer what is it yeah definitely i would definitely say we're much closer now um and it's not like surface level like he gets me as a human like soul to soul you know Mm -hmm. um and not only that but like i just see how his level of care that he shows towards others and his level of separation of, um, how do I explain? He basically, he doesn't like let other people in his sphere influence how he feels about himself. Mm. Which I think is a powerful lesson for him to learn. And the fact that that wasn't me, but somehow I managed to instill that on in him makes me wonder like, okay, uh, let me explore what it was, what is this thing, right? That mm-hmm. he was able to do that. Um, yeah, but it's a beautiful thing, cause, you know, to see him reaching out, helping other, other kids his age um, who are depressed or who have, you know, he's kind of become this, the kid at school that you refer to your friends if you are feeling sad. If somebody's having a hard time, like people will recommend him like, Hey, you should talk to Julian because he's really, you know, he's really great listener. He will definitely help you. You know? (laughs) So I think it's great. You know, I love that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And he's only 15. Oh my God. He has so much in front of him. I love it. Right. And and this is why I tell him because, you know, obviously he doesn't, he's a teenager. So you know how teenagers are, right. He's going to be like, not really he doesn't see it as such a big deal you know and to me it's like no this is your superpower so this is what i try to tell him this is how i talk to him that's mm-hmm. your superpower being able to empathize with others and and to be able to help them to feel better and to really like start moving their life like honestly this is a superpower and mm-hmm. maybe this is part of what you're supposed to give to the world that's how I talk to him. Like, what's your gift you're supposed to give to the world? What's your purpose of being here? And so I feel like that's, you know, somehow something in my past has helped him to develop that empathy mm-hmm. and that ability to really help others. I don't know if it's because like him and I are so, you know, I'm 
open with him and like, you know, but I always talk about possibility, you know, like I, I'll sh I share the, the, not necessarily the really dark stuff, obviously, but mm -hmm. I share with him, you know, some of the struggles that I might be going through because in reality, like some, some people try to hide that stuff, but yeah. kids are smart. They know, you know, yep. and so for them, they just feels unsafe mm -hmm. if, if it's shrouded in secrecy. So for me, it was like, okay, I'm going to be, you know, kind of open with him about whatever struggles there are, but I, you know, there's always that glimmer of hope, like, hey, you know what, this is where we're at, but this doesn't have to be where we continue to be. Um, mm -hmm. Other people have accomplished more, you know, have gone, gotten past things. And so it's just a matter of figuring out what, what are we going to do? How are we moving forward from where we're at now? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, I just try to model resiliency, I guess, is the best way I can see, I can say it. Definitely. Hey, I like, I like what you're saying. And I can't stop thinking about because a lot of my listeners are also really young. I have a, a group of listeners that are young that are um, maybe they are on the edge because they want to to start their business or they want to start a project like a podcast or they are graphic designers and they want to make something out of this, but they don't get the support of their parents or they don't have that one person that they could tell their, or they don't feel that kind of support that I'm pretty sure your son feels from you. What, what, what can you say to those to those, I don't want to call them teenagers because not maybe not all of them are teenagers, but what would you say to them that they don't have that, uh, that support from their parents and they don't have, let's say, not even a family member that they can approach to for whatever they want to do, whether it's business, a project, what would you say to those people? So... I have tears in my eyes thinking about it because I'm going to be really honest. Um, you know, growing up, I didn't have support. Um, I think I mentioned earlier, like my dad was very, he, he dealt with a lot of depression and he was at one point kind of suicidal and he was the one that was raising me. So that was, you know, as a, as a almost teenager, that's very hard reality to deal with. Mm. Um, and so it really marked who I was and like how I felt if people were there for me or not. And to be honest, you know, the person that was really there for me in life was my grandmother. Um, and then she passed away. So there was such a dark period of my life where literally I thought no one cared, no one loved me. And I mean, that's how dark it kind of got for me. It was like, you know, I, and the people that I did that actually did love me. I just pushed them all away because I just had this assumption that, you know what, nobody, nobody cares. Um, so I totally understand what it feels like to be, to feel completely alone and that nobody gets you um, or no, or no one even cares, you know? So um, what I would say to them is that that is absolutely not true, you know? And a lot of times, sometimes it's the people that are supposed to love us, supposed to support us. They can't love and support themselves. Um, mm -hmm. But there are still people out there, you know, and I'm not saying give up on the people, you know, give up mm -hmm. on, say, your parents who maybe not support you, you know, but just understand that they're not able to support you because of where they're at in their own lives. Um, and so even though you, you acknowledge that, 
it doesn't mean you don't move forward. You know, you've mm-hmm. got to find those, the community that's willing to support you because there are people who are like-minded. There are other people who are graphic artists, want to be graphic artists, want to be podcasters. There's, there's 7.7 billion people in the world. <laughs> and yes, we're all unique, but there's enough similarities amongst people that you will find the people who will be your people, you know, if that makes sense. Um, and so I would just say, reach out and find these communities of, of like-minded people, surround yourself with people who are aspirational to you. Like, okay, the people that you admire, you know, maybe a couple steps ahead of you and say like, Hey, this is what I want for my life. Let me, let me get around these people because getting around these people will fix my mindset and will help me to mm-hmm. see that this is possible for me because that's exactly what I did. So I started mm-hmm. joining these different online groups. Um, and like, it's, it's amazing because all these groups, they have people of all walks of life and you come to find out, you know what? So many people feel the exact same way. So many people feel unsupported and unsure of what they're going to do. And then you just learn to lean on the people, these new people in these communities that you, that are that are forming online mm-hmm. um as your support until you feel strong enough to do it on your own yeah that would be what i would say beautiful i love it and i totally agree i think what we can get out of this is that hey you are not alone and maybe the people that you thought would be there even if they're not, there are still people that are going to be there with, for you and to support you and to, to be that, that special person that you need or that community that you need to grow. And I think that is something that I can say too, because I, don't, I, 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 I am lucky to say that I got the support of my parents growing up and um, following my own path doing my own thing without feeling any pressure or feeling like you have to do this or you have to do that or don't do that i never felt that way i always got their support but i never in my family there's not like a business person so in terms of business i couldn't get any support but i did have a lot of ways that i can search for those support i can connect with people on groups on facebook groups for example that are like-minded that are focused on let's say for example photography wedding photography and those things slowly as you start navigating as you start um, getting to know new people joining new communities it helps you because your your circle of friends suddenly has upgraded and has uh, it, yeah it has increased with valuable people that are like-minded and that are going to support you as well so i think that is something that i've learned throughout my whole entrepreneurial journey that hey maybe you don't you don't have the support of someone as a photographer for example i have a lot of photographers that follow me too maybe you don't have that 
I had my dad as a photographer so I can ask him for tips or we can go together to the beach and take photos and test this and test that. That would be fun. But maybe you don't have that. But hello, you have me, for example, on this podcast. Let's talk about photography or we, you can join Facebook groups. You can join communities. And I love that. Right now, we are seeing so many communities growing with like-minded people and they are doing so many things that we never even thought we could do. And I love that. And I see that you are doing something similar too. I know that you are on a mission to help 10,000 kids grow up to be financially confident and impact-driven and community-focused. So I want you to talk a little bit about that too. So one thing, you know, everybody says that they wish that, you know, at least in the United States, everybody says, I wish we were taught this in school. Um, and so, you know, <laughs> at the that, end yeah. of the day, all the information's out there that, yeah. you know, Google, um, like my son likes to say, Mr. Google knows everything. <laughs> so Mr. Google knows everything. He knows mm -hmm. all about finances. Um, but somehow we still, you know, are kind of clueless, right? Like this yeah. pandemic has really shown a lot of people how precarious the situation is. Yep. And so for me, you know, I want children to grow up with the, with the abundance mindset. It's something I didn't have, but I, I've learned through reading, through um, learning about personal finance and reading about people who've come from zero to millions and millions of dollars. Um, I've learned that, hey, it's all about the way you think. So that, yeah. that's part of it, it's the mindset part. And then as I was kind of really trying to rebuild my life and get my finances in order and doing all my research and moving towards this entrepreneurial journey, what I found is that all these people who are successful, um, who have what I wanted, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of them have similar stories, first of all. And so their journey was rocky and then they, they've managed to overcome a lot of stuff. Um, and then it just kind of begs the question like, well, what, what allowed them to be successful? Um, and so trying to mirror that for myself was something that was important. Um, and so part of my mission is to help kids not only find that finance, like to know about personal finance to the extent that they can make smart financial decisions for themselves um, and have a, you know, have a plan most most adults don't even have a financial plan let alone you know abundance mindset right so having like i want kids to be able to get to adulthood have a financial plan mm -hmm. know what they want to do at least you know generally not you know obviously you have a lifetime of discovery of more about yourself yeah. but to have an idea of like what 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 do i want my life to look like mm -hmm. what what is important to me what values are important to me what parts of my of my being do I want to put forth in the world as part of my mission of what I'm going to accomplish in, in my lifetime, right? So have a vision of what that life is going to look like and a plan to get there, both financially, um, mm -hmm. but then like also the supports that make that possible. So what I found is like as I was going on my journey was that all these people who are successful, it wasn't just something that, you know, I mean, there are those cases where it, they they were able to achieve that success just kind of on their own merits and based on their own work. 
But the majority of the people, it was through collaboration and leveraging resources of community um, and really having an impact on the world. So to me, that's the key to success. It's all about who are you supposed to serve in the Mm -hmm. world, in this world of 7.7 billion people, Mm -hmm. who are you supposed to serve? In what capacity are you supposed to serve them? And who can you rally your around yourself? What community can you create to help support you in that mission because they're on this a similar mission? Um, and so that's how successful people got there, right? They all leverage their relationships with each other. They leverage their resources. And that has not only allowed them to be successful financially, but also spiritually, emotionally, and you know, in every single way, that's how they were able to reach that level of success. And so why can't kids do that? Why can't we teach our children by the time they graduate from high school and they're ready to, to start going down their adult path, why don't we already set them up with having those that community, already having a passion, something in the world that they're supposed to something in the world that they're supposed to serve their life mission, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe that shifts later on in life that could shift later on in life. Totally. Yeah. Well, why can't, you know, why can't a 15 year old be passionate about something and work towards it? Yeah. Yep. And then surround themselves with people who are like-minded, you know, and mm-hmm. then with that financial knowledge, you're powerful. You, you, you combine community passion mm-hmm. and, and money we could, you know, like the world can literally change. And so that's, that's my mission. That's what I want to do. I, a very holistic approach um, that I want to take in the business I eventually build. Uh, but that's what my podcast is about. It's about building community or teaching kids to build community, figure out what kind of impact they want to have in the world by first impacting themselves. And then also how do you build that financial literacy um, so that, you know, as they reach adulthood, they can kind of put those all together to really make a difference. Lovely. How, 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 what's the past, what's the name of your podcast? Um, it's called Wealth Impact Nation, um, win for short. And so it's all about finding the cheat code to the game of wealth and happiness, basically. Love it. Love it. Hey, tell me about your journey with your podcast. That is something interesting where we can talk about too, because I'm also on my journey on launching my podcast and I want to hear about it. Tell me about it. Okay. So the podcast um, is very interesting because I'm really, really shy. (laughs) I'm really introverted. Like I've, you know, it's very hard for me to put myself out there but obviously you cannot have a business and hide in the corner like it's not doesn't work that way so you know i'm like okay i need to get myself out there i need to build an audience i need to uh-huh. you know start building authority how do i do this right and so i was talking to a a business coach one of my business coaches and she said well you need a podcast so mm-hmm. i you know so that's how i started walking down that podcast journey um but yeah, it's been fun. It's 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 kind of nerve wracking because I'm not, you know, I tend to be a, like I find so much happiness being by myself and like you know with my own thoughts. So <laughs> having to like turn them outwards and share with the world, and then allowing other people to share their thoughts too is like, oh okay, like you know. So it's <laughs> this been, is uh, different. <laughs> 
Yeah. So it's been a learning experience. Um, but I'm really enjoying it because you know, it allows you to really connect with other people. Mm-hmm. And I find so much inspiration in other people's stories. Oh, you know, it's here. like, yeah, yeah. It's like whether or not they're super successful or they're not, you know, they're not really that successful compared to other people. It's like, man, everybody has such interesting stories first yeah. of all, but then also like from every, any, any single, any person that's out there, if you dig deep enough, you can find their heart. You can find, Mm-hmm. what moves them mm-hmm. you can find that bit of that that bit of hope that's still left in them if even if they're like you know really shout you know like mm-hmm. fall into depression you can find that bit of that bit of hope and that's some somehow that's so what's the word um it's it's endearing to me you know it's like oh and that's it you find that little thing and you can connect with somebody on that level yeah. It's really powerful. So I'm loving like, every single person that I've interviewed. I'm like, oh, I w- we should all just be friends. <laughs> all be <best> friends. <laughs> oh, so, so but, cool. But I think that, you know, that's what happens is when you open your heart to other people, right? You, yeah. you know, you, you find a way to connect with somebody, you know, when we, we, we actively search for that thing that's in common between us, you're going to find it, you know, and you just build on that. And, yeah, it's uh, it's beautiful. So yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of rambling. It. I apologize. No, it's totally. I love it. Hey, I saw that your your podcast. I think it's your the cover. That that's you with your son, right? Is he also in yeah. the podcast? So um, the way I'm doing it right now is he's going to be in the background, kind of doing the editing. Okay. Because that's what he feels comfortable with. Okay. And so when I approached it him with the idea of the podcast mm-hmm. it was like okay i'm gonna do this podcast this is my idea do you want to be involved and he was like yes but he mm-hmm. was reluctant so i said no you know what when you're comfortable whatever you feel comfortable with um but in school he is in journalism okay and so i kind of went down that path like okay so what are you doing with journalism? why are you in the journalism program And he said, well, you know, he eventually, he thinks he might want to do photography. He said he might want to do, you know, he's not 100% sure of videography. So he's yeah. not sure which route he wants to go. He's still and then exploring. he said he's interested. Yeah, he's exploring. He's like yeah. interested in social media. And I'm like, okay, so okay. we'll just start with, you, you can be in the background doing all these things. And then you can learn as you go. And if you want to do interviews, eventually you can do interviews. So that's. That's basically how that started. Um, but it's funny, though, because now he's doing that with me. But his father is also is a business owner. Okay. So he's learning through his dad search engine optimization. Oh, and wow. he's learning how to write and re- learning how to write. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, he has a, a cement contracting business. So doing he's learning how to write proposals okay. for jobs. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so like from both of his parents, like we're you know our, his parents aren't together anymore, but you know I'm I'm teaching him these things on this side, and he's uh-huh. his dad's teaching him other stuff as well. So yeah, it's nice. been good. He's learning a lot. <laughs> He has a lot on his plate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice, so. <laughs> nice. But I love it. I love it how you can work together even on your podcast. So um, tell me about about 
um because i i i saw that um um we talk about you um booking a brand photographer and i want to talk about yeah. that what was it also for your podcast um cover or what was it so i i have never taken a professional <laughs> photo okay. in my whole life <laughs> and so this whole idea of like creating a brand, it totally resonates with me because, you know, people are not going to buy from you uh -huh. if they don't feel like they know you, you know, that's how people yeah. buy. That's how people make buying decisions nowadays. It's like, yeah. you know, if they resonate with the person, then they're willing to buy from you. There's so many people out there, you know, mm -hmm. and you're not going to be for everybody. So it's about, you know, I understood that it's about packaging yourself in a way that is authentic to you but that represents who you are in a in a succinct manner that people out there in the community can say oh this person or this business is xyz so i was like i need i need professional photos for it started with the podcast i mm -hmm. need professional photos for the, the podcast and then i reached out and um the lady that i was working with she was amazing like she's funny she's she you know and i have a teenager so i was like okay well whoever i work with needs to know how to work with teenagers too because teen, you know teenagers have their their own quirks yeah yeah, yeah. so i loved her <laughs> like her energy was you know she had really high energy but she was yeah. also like sarcastic and okay. you know lots of fun so yeah it was a it was a great experience so she really helped me to get over my fears because like I said, I'm like really shy and really introverted. Mm -hmm. um, so she was able to like kind of get me past that. So it was, was a great experience. I, what, sorry. Yeah. What was the thing that, 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 because what I'm hearing is that you felt comfortable with the photographer because she made you comfortable because she, she, you, you felt related. You felt like, you know, her. So, it was more it's interesting for me to to hear this because it's nothing to do about the pictures yet we didn't get to that part yet but what you're first talking about is about her personality and that is so so interesting to me as a photographer and also as a business as a business owner so um is that is that fair to say yeah definitely i mean well and that's the thing the way that i even found her is through Instagram, you know, you, you mm -hmm. look at your local hashtag, you know, Columbus, yeah. Ohio photographers, and, you know, you get yeah. a, a zillion and I'm like, okay, well, I don't not, I don't really know how to pick one, but it kind of was just following for a while. And this, like, she was always posting pictures of her daughter and they were always fun. Yep. You know, like her photos of her child were always like, if I had to pick three words would be like fun, youthful, and like family you know those were the the words that always conjured yeah. up every time i saw her pictures that she took of her daughter mm -hmm. um and and you know like her branding photography photography obviously was going to be a little bit different slanted but mm -hmm. you know i was like okay well she definitely has that her style was in line with what it was i was going for so mm -hmm. um so i but then what i did i still didn't trust like my own decision-making process so yeah. then i i went into a community group like the largest community group here in columbus where i live and mm -hmm. i said hey 
I, I asked for recommendations and so a million people gave the recommendation and she was one of them so I reached out to her I'm like oh, this is a sign so then I reached out to her we had a we had a a phone conversation and then I booked her right away I was like okay yeah you're the one because you know her personality and her her understanding of like dealing with kids and teenagers and how mm. to get the best out of them as well as best out of the parent um really worked for me so i was like oh yeah okay she, she's gonna be a good fit for us and she was she was great to work with i love it i love it i love to hear this story because this really confirms the fact that people are buying because they like you they feel that they know you and they trust you yes as a photographer my photos are important the 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 my equipments are important but that is not the factor that one person will invest in me. If I'm using social media, for example, I should use it in a way that people feel that they know me, that they feel that they, because sometimes I even have people that they, they message, message me, ah, you do this, you do that. I feel like they, I know you. And honestly, what I share on social media is like 10% of my actual whole life. So you see a lot, uh, you see, um somewhat of my life and you can feel like you know me and this is what is so interesting for me because at the beginning or i or honestly i saw last week even uh, uh, a videographer doing this and no tea no shade but they were talking about um yes we are photographer we use this camera we use this lens we use this tripod and this is the type of photos we take as a as a consumer Okay, great. You don't know. That's you're awesome. like, you're like yeah. okay. What's yeah, that? sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. I I have a Canon too. I have an Icon too, or whatever. You know, that doesn't speak to me. So the lesson here and from your story, it really confirms that hey, share more about the things that that probably you didn't even think that would would make sense. Of course, you can draw you can draw your own line what you feel comfortable with sharing or what you feel not comfortable sharing. But at the end, those are the things that are going to make few people feel like they know you, like they trust you, and they will yeah. eventually book you. I love it. I just I love Definitely. it. I love it. Well, another hey, thing that she does, yeah. which I think is really smart, is that after working with her, the mm -hmm. sense that I got was that she's so fun. She's like, I yeah. feel like she's like, we've been friends forever, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. through our, the, the day that her and I spent together, because I did like a, I think it was, I booked her for like, I want to say it was for four hours, but she ended up doing it for like, I think it was like six hours. Oh, wow. Um, nice. Yeah. So, you know, we spent all this time together. So I can feel like I really know her. But one thing that she did is that she's always posting stories about all of her clients. And so, mm. so the sense that I got is that like, you know what, these are, you know, it's like a community, you know? Yeah. So there's that community aspect of it too, that I think is really important. It's like, you know, like yeah. when you start sharing other people's journeys, you know, yeah. it's like you're associating yourself with that story as well. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally, totally. But what was was she sharing like behind the scenes during the shoot, you mean? That's what you mean? Uh, some of them are like behind the scenes. Sometimes she's sharing what they do, you know, what their passion yeah. is, like what who they are. You know, it's like, like this is who my clients, like she's showing like these are who my clients are. 
Oh, like, yeah. I'm proud to work with these people because this is who they are. Ah. And likewise, now, like I show, like for me, it's like, why did I pick her? Well, I picked her because this is who she is, you know? And totally. so I talk yeah. openly about her and mm-hmm. what kind of photographer she is. And she talks about me and she talks about all her clients and mm-hmm. what it is she appreciates about each person. Mm-hmm. And it just builds like a sense of community amongst, you know, all the people that follow her. It's like, you know, it's, we all kind of, it's like, I feel like sometimes I know some of the people mm-hmm. that are in her sphere, even though I've never met them. I don't <laughs> even follow them on social. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. yeah because yeah. she's building that community around her, yeah. you know, with her tribe, like all the people that she's been working with, she's building community amongst all those people. Yeah. So I think that's powerful too, you know. Exactly. And I think that also positions her in a certain way whatever whoever she's working with. So for example, if she's working with lawyers or she's working with um um um, um graphic designers, with coaches, with um um photographers, it also positions her like in, in, in some way in our in our brain as a consumer we see her differently and i love that because that also right. confirms the whole part of like having a community sharing your um your um your 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 message with your community and it's like a snowball effect it keeps on going i love right. that right yeah how did you use your photos for your your branding session okay so um I'm using, I'm going to use them on my website and all my landing pages and all of my business stuff um, that I'm creating. Yeah. And so, and then of course I have some that are, you know, that are really personal to me that I love so much that are going to be for my own personal use. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's, you can use them for a million things. I, I'm sure Mm -hmm. I haven't even scratched the surface of what's possible, but I'm going (laughs) to eventually, you know, I'm starting to put them in my social media posts. I'm not really that fluent yet about writing for social media. So something okay. I'm working on. But yeah, like incorporating those pictures in my, my daily posts as well. And those are, you know what the thing is? Is I found that if I post those professional photos, I get mm-hmm. much more engagement mm. than if I post other photos. Yeah. yeah yeah and which was Lovely. which was really eye-opening to me because like at first i was like well no one wants to see my face that's how insecure <laughs> i had been right i'm like okay so i would not yeah. i would never post a picture of myself and yeah then those never got any engagement and then i'm like okay well you know i had these pictures and i started mm-hmm. posting those and i was like oh there's a lot more engagement okay, yeah i guess i'm kind of posting these professional pictures you know yeah yeah, and it has been proven that if a lot of um, pictures of yourself, big posting pictures of yourself on social media works best because it makes sense. People want to see that person behind an account. We want to see who we're talking to. We want to see who will who we will ultimate book for our session, for example. You know, so um, I I I love that, and that is something that I love. I encourage as well to all. Um, and my clients having personal branding photos is important and it's something that you have to be continuously updating and I love it I love it how you you assured that as well so thank you for that actually Dara (laughs) hey Dara I wanna I wanna I wanna um, I want my listeners to connect with with you as well so 
before we we wrap up this whole um, episode, we, I want to take a moment again to thank you. Thank you for your time. So I want to end with one thing. So before I tell you what it is, is I want you to share your your Instagram, your Facebook, your podcast. If you have a website, share it with my listeners. And also at the end of every episode, I like to leave my listeners with one thing that they can do today that will make their life, their business, or they, their day better. So that is exactly the question that I want to ask you so you can leave that for our listeners as well. So tell oh, us yeah. where we can connect with you and then um, answer the question for me. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, so I can be found on Instagram when underscore Dara, D-A-R-A underscore S-A-L-A-S. So that's my Instagram. Facebook is D-A-R-A S-A-L-A-S, Dara Salas. And then, yeah. And then my um, website is still under development, but then my podcast is called Wealth Impact Nation. Wealth Impact Nation. Okay. Nation. Yeah. And that should be out uh, within the next couple of weeks. So I'm I'm almost done uh, editing all the the episodes. I can't wait. (laughs) I know. I'm so excited. It's like a labor of love. Um, Yeah. So I would definitely love to have uh, your listeners come and check out my podcast. uh, We interview a lot of wealth experts, uh, community leaders, smart parents, (laughs) um, and really, you know, just trying to, move the needle forward for our youth in terms of financial literacy. Yeah. Love it. And then you said that, what was the other part of the question? I think there was something See, about so the, tip. Yeah. So the last question is what is one thing that my listeners can do today that will make their life, their business, or simply their day better? It could be anything. I would, okay. I would say do not wait to come up with a financial plan for yourself because every day that goes by is a, is a day wasted of opportunity. Um, it took me so long, you know, uh, to get my finances in order and it's something I'm still working on, but Mm -hmm. by kind of ignoring it, it just, it never gets better, you know, and this pandemic has shown me, I mean, something I already knew and I've already been preparing for, um, but what it should show millions and millions of people is that you're one crisis away you're really one crisis away from Mm -hmm. financial turmoil and so i'm all for being bullish going after your your entrepreneurial dreams going out there and trying to make a difference you know trying to to level up your life but Mm -hmm. you need a financial plan you everyone needs a plan you need to have emergency funds for you know ideally six months but at, you know at the very least two three months you know start small even even if it's fifty dollars a month is what you can do right now because that's where I started was I can mm-hmm. do fifty dollars a month in an emergency fund that's what mm-hmm. I could afford at the time but yeah. now I'm doing hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars I'm able to put aside so start now because it doesn't get any easier as you get older. Uh, so that would be my my thing that I think people need to act on right now, um, and it's not it's not not really that hard, you know. It's like sit down with somebody, even if you have to pay money for a financial planner, sit down with somebody and 
get really real about where you are with your finances. Um, mm -hmm. That would be, you know, that's the number one thing that I could recommend people in this day and age is to know your numbers, know what it's going to take to get you to where you want to go, make a plan to make it happen. And just, you know, as long as you always have that in your mind, you know, you're going to have to adjust as life happens to you, but just always, you know, start today to have a plan and just move forward, adjusting your plan as you go. Perfect. Awesome. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dara. That was so much fun to have you on the podcast. And thank you for sharing your message, your knowledge with, with me and with my listeners. And I wish you all the best as you navigate this entrepreneurial journey with your podcast, with your new website. I wish you all the best and I can wait to see what you are going to make and create. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. All right, guys, there you have it. How fun was that? I honestly love interviewing guests on my podcast because I believe that from every story, we can learn something. What did you learn from this story? I would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Steven De Cuba and send me a DM. Let me know that you have listened to my podcast and let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you guys in the next episode. Ciao, ciao.